This is Ron Moss Ministries. We are uh, maybe a week or two away from a day that we celebrate year after year after year. And that day is Thanksgiving. And for most of us, we are being thankful for the blessings and the harvest of the previous year and years before that. Uh, we also use that as a gathering of family and friends to fellowship and to enjoy each other's company and just to eat and 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 have a great time. Uh, for some, it's uh, the great day of Turkey Day, the, the great day of dressing and uh, the great day of chitlins and all that kind of stuff that that people celebrate. It's also football day where you get to watch football or I don't know what any other sports are for that day. Uh, but it's just a day of, of thanksgiving. And uh, it's a day where we thank our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for another day uh, that he has allowed us another year that he has allowed us to to be uh, on this planet. Uh, for some, uh, Thanksgiving is not a good day. It brings back uh, bad memories for whatever reasons. For some, Thanksgiving is a sad day. Some folk have lost loved ones uh, either before or on Thanksgiving or right after Thanksgiving. Um, and so for, for, for a variety of reasons and for uh, people either celebrate Thanksgiving or it's a memory that maybe not be so good, but I believe that most of us look past it and look at Christ and just are thankful just to be here and to be alive and to be able to understand that things will always get better. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this is because this Thanksgiving is not like previous Thanksgivings. We have a pandemic that's on the rise, a pandemic called COVID-19 that has not left us. Uh, matter of fact, factually, the numbers are rising again. The hospitals are beginning to fill back up again. The cases are growing again. Uh, and, and, and as I travel throughout the day, because I work all day, I see many folks going into stores, going into to grocery stores, going into gas stations with no mask on. I see people gathering with no mask on as the news that I believe doesn't have a reason to, to lie and to make up this stuff. I know people in the medical field, I know they have no reason to lie or to make up anything that they are saying that these cases are rising. Uh, I think that states are now beginning to say, you know, maybe we have to mandate again the mask. Uh, I said this before, that it is amazing how, for some reason, uh, we are somewhat convinced that by wearing a mask, it takes away our liberty or our rights as citizens. Uh, and I'm sure people had to probably complain about that when we were asked for the right to be citizens, African-Americans, black people, 
that there were groups of people that thought that we shouldn't be considered as citizens, that we should have considered to continually be second class citizens. And there was a struggle, but we got over it as a nation, and I believe we're better for it. There was a struggle, I'm sure, when uh, they decided to make alcohol legal, uh, which meant that everybody who was out making money off of it couldn't do it anymore. And so now it was government ran or government ruled that there was a struggle, but people were able to adjust and life went on and probably it was for the best. We're even in a time now where there are some states that has made marijuana use legal. Now, we have thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people who are in jail, who are in prison, who are serving long extended, extended sentences because of drugs, because of selling drugs. And now we have legalized it in some states and people are adjusting to that. I can remember when they had the seatbelt law that they enacted and made it illegal for you uh, and could get ticketed for not wearing a seatbelt. Not too many people I remember went berserk or crazy and decided that they were not going to wear their seatbelt because that went against their liberty, that went against their right not to do it. And so we have been able to adjust to certain changes, mostly that were designed to make the world better, to make the nation better, and to set up a rule of order and not disorder. And so with this pandemic, I would think that the attitude would be whatever it takes to make us safe. Whatever it takes, you know, that can be legal, that could be responsible and having the right people uh, to be able to 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 put this out. You don't want the wrong folk to discuss how to deal with the pandemic. You don't want a person that works at a grocery store who might be at the door and people are coming in without a mask to be able to have a negative or attitudinal change with that individual at the door. You need to have somebody who know how to talk to folk. You know, if you're going into Walmart or wherever and you're required to wear a mask, yeah, it's wrong for that individual to try to come in, but you got to have somebody that's at the door that can that can articulate a conversation without it being something that turns into an argument or something mean or nasty. And there's still a rule of law. You can still be a professional and still exercise the rule of law. You can still do that. And I think that sometimes we have the wrong people presenting the package. You got to have the right people present the package and good and decent people will fall in line. People who are good-hearted, people who are understanding, will fall in line. 
I cannot remember what state it was. I think it was Chicago, but I'm not sure. I can remember a story when it talked about Dr. King was marching and there was a, a white lady who came up to him and, and, and either said something negative to him or, or gestured something to him. And, uh, and his response to her was, ma'am, I believe that you're a decent person. I believe that you're a good hearted person. Later on in that day, she found Dr. King and apologized to him because it wasn't so much about what she did. It was about his response to what she did. You know, I always tell folk, God is not going to judge me on how you treat me. He's going to judge me on how I treat you. And so I try to keep that in my mind when I interact with people and I talk to people and I deal with people. So here we are. We're in the COVID era, era, era. And what I would ask for you to think about on this Thanksgiving is think about how can we have a free and safe and virus free Thanksgiving, even if it means that we're on the phone Everybody's at their own environments, you know, unless you're able to social distance, unless you're able to make sure everybody's got on a mask, as if, if, unless you're make, ever, able, able to make sure people have hand sanitizer that they're constantly using. Because, see, the thing, the problem with gatherings is that we don't know who you've been gathering with or who you've been gathering with or who you've been gathering with or who you've been gathering with. And since we still don't know all about this disease, since we don't know all about this virus, since we don't know all about COVID and how we're still getting it, it would behoove us to do everything we can not to get it. And so my hope is, is that you will start not thinking so much about folks coming to town, that you all are having conference calls and, and calling each other saying, hey, things, things are going to have to be different. Or it's not going to be a good idea for us to come together like we normally do. I know that there are families that get together every Sunday and and, and gather together for for dinner, for family functions. And, you know, uh, and, and let's look at how things are different now. You know, there are some folks that are back in churches, mostly are not particularly that I know of in the African-American community and for good reasons. But some are slowly beginning to move back in and they're doing it in a safe way. They're doing it in a COVID free way. I'm not saying you can't do that at home or, or wherever you're going to gather. But if you are, you have to make sure that everybody is practicing the same safety precautions. It just takes one. And next thing you know, you, you got a super spreader. Just takes one. You know, and so my hope and my prayer is, is that decent and good people will have a conversation about the, this different Thanksgiving than other Thanksgivings. Uh, love is kind of one of those things. And Thanksgiving is kind of one of those things that you don't actually have to be in front of a person for them to know that you are thankful. You don't have to be in their presence to know that that you're thankful. They don't have to be in your presence to know that you're thankful. And as long as you have access to food, you know, you can always have a Thanksgiving meal at your location and either on speaker or Zoom because of social media, we still are able to stay connected. 
That's the truth. We still have a way to stay connected. So my hope and my prayer is, is as we prepare for this celebration of Thanksgiving, that we will be mindful of what's really happening right now, what's happening around us right now, and how it's important to us. And I think this is the probably the most important thing. I look at everything as a learned behavior or as an opportunity to learn, a teaching moment. So here's a teaching moment for our young people that they get to look back on 2020 and remember that this is how the adults around me handled COVID-19 in a safe way on Thanksgiving. Or they're going to look at 2020 and say, well, it didn't make a difference to my family. They just act as though things were normal when they're not normal. And so when something else comes, because we all have lived on this planet long enough to know this ain't the last thing that's coming. And will it be a good teaching moment for our young people or a bad teaching moment for our young people? My hope and prayer is, is that it will be a good teaching moment that we will show them. So if when future things may pop up, they will understand how important it is to be safe and secure and knowledgeable of what needs to be done. I just refuse to believe that everyone in the medical profession, everyone at CDC, all newscasters, all doctors, all administrators are lying about COVID-19. I just don't think people would just use that much energy. I just don't. I, I just kind of refuse to believe that. So my hope and my prayer is, is that as we begin to, to, to begin to celebrate and you and believe it or not, just just to throw this in, you can actually celebrate Thanksgiving every day. You can be thankful every day. To what God has done or continue to do in your life. He continue to give you breath in your body. He continues to, to keep you in your right frame of mind. He allows you to be able to move around and, and however you do it in your uh, in your space. There are plenty of reasons to be thankful than to get so caught up this year into gathering with, with a group of people to be thankful. You know, sometimes I'm thankful to eat a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because I'm hungry. And I think about what if I didn't have access to that bread? What if, what if I didn't have access to that peanut butter and jelly because I couldn't afford to have it? So there, when we really think about it, when we really get down to the nitty gritty, we have a lot of stuff to be thankful for. And I want us to continue past Thanksgiving to continue to be thankful for what he has done and what he's going to continue to do as it relates to taking care of us and protecting us. And, and old folk have said this a hundred times, and I'll say this as I end. Uh, God says, if you take one step, he'll take two. So we got to use our common sense. Uh, folk, I don't want to hear folks say, well, God going to take care of me. 
No, God wants you to take care of yourself, too. He wants you to do what you need to do. Uh, so you're not going to walk in front of a car and say, God going to take care of me. God is going to expect you to have common sense and know not to walk in front of a car. You're not going to walk in front, in front of an Amtrak train and say, God is going to take care of me. No, he expects you to have common sense to understand that if you walk in front of that train, you're going to meet me a little sooner than later. So take your step, you know, and allow God to take his too. May God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. Oh, yeah. Peace.